38 of the Geek Heart Games Podcast. I am your host with the most coded T-Trick alongside my friend, Sam Suvet. Sam, how you doing? Well, you're the host with the most and I'm just Sam. I mean, you, you got nothing for me? Uh, see, I was going to do uh, The Girl with the Plan. Okay. And then rhyme it with Sam. But like the plan and Sam, like kind of <laughs> rhyme. I'd appreciate the effort. I mean, that's that's fine. Okay, that, that that's what I was gonna go with, and then I just ended up going with my friend, because um, you know, you're a friend, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I'm also a girl with a plan, so. You're also a girl with a plan. Yeah, we're good. We're good. I like it. Yeah. All right. So this is our post Thanksgiving slash Black Friday podcast. Sam, how was your Thanksgiving? It was okay. Um, my my mom was really sick, so she didn't get to come to Thanksgiving. Oh which is disappointing so that's the first time she hasn't come and you know usually she's like there with the cooking and so like me and my sister were kind of in charge of everything and I was pretty nervous about it but it went oh it went okay it was fine nothing nothing too bad happened so where right. did you end up cooking over at my grandpa's house so okay so yeah that's good what about you what uh-huh. do you guys do uh it was just kind of a cast small casual uh, lunch with uh, my parents and my sister and my brother um, and my niece and we played Mario Kart afterwards which was fun yeah. uh, after my niece destroyed me in Splatoon because Cause she uses she those motion controls right? Too good she does she uses those motion controls and she knows how to like do barrel rolls and it's ridiculous um, <laughs> so yeah um, and then how was Black Friday? Did you end up going anywhere? Uh, oh, any no. Crazy- I don't go places for Black Friday. I just buy online. Uh-huh. And actually, uh-huh. I did all my shopping uh, Thanksgiving morning before I went over to my grandpa's to start oh, cooking. Okay. Like, I just took care of it. So I got my PlayStation Plus year membership. Um, mm-hmm. I got my Game Pass. And then I could never find the games Xbox Live Gold. Like, I thought that was going to be $40, too, but I could never find it, so I didn't get that. Uh, I did get my Xbox controller, and then, um, I mean, I guess you could say because I didn't spend that $40 on the Xbox Live Gold, I just went ahead and I spent that on Call of Duty Black Ops 4, just randomly. We'll talk about this later. I've been playing Battlefield 5, which I didn't think I would like, and I really liked it. So I was like, let me let me give Call of Duty a shot. So I went ahead and got that as well. But uh, what did you get, Cody? You are frozen on my screen, though. Technical difficulties. Like we do. Casual (laughs) for us here. Uh, So you were talking about how you picked up Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Yes. And then I asked what you were picking up, and that's when I found out you were frozen. Okay. Um, So I kind of just... Everything we talked about last week, just forgo it. I was like, whatever. Um, so my friend wanted to get herself a PlayStation 4. And because there was the deal with the Spider-Man bundle, um, we were like, well, yeah, $200, go get your PlayStation. Uh, and I'll get Spider-Man from you because she didn't want Spider-Man. Uh, so I think a lot, a lot of places said that that was a doorbuster. Uh, like GameStop, it didn't say anything about doorbuster. It just said, we have this bundle. Ooh. So we got there. And they only had 11, and they sold out within the first 10 minutes. And so I was like, okay, well, let's go to Target. Uh, Target was where I ran into uh, the crazy people of Black Friday. I warned you about those people. Yeah, because I got behind one of those people with a cart who was just running into people. 
and like almost took a child out and i was like all right it's not this serious yeah um so eventually we just kind of gave up because yeah. like we couldn't find any of the 200 bundles um and we ended up going back to gamestop because gamestop had another deal where if you bought the like regular ps4 they give you a 50 dollar gift card mm. i was like that's pretty much a free game so like do that it's probably yeah. the best deal you're gonna find right now um so we got her uh the playstation and spyro yeah. uh because that's the game she really wanted to play and i was there and i was like you know i just i'm gonna buy battlefield 5 you know just <laughs> whatever uh it's been a while since i played battlefield and i have a bunch of people want to play it like you and uh, a couple other people want to play with me so i was like okay like so let's get battlefield 5 go for it whatever um talk about that more later uh and then i think i ended up picking up spider-man on the psn store because it's only 40 dollars right now yeah. on the psn store it's probably the best deal i'm gonna find it for for a while so yeah Definitely. Um, I probably end up picking that up before Game of the Year talk gets around. Um, but yeah, that was a. Uh, after watching that woman and almost mow down a kid, I was like, you know, I think I'm gonna stick to digital from here on out. Like, yeah, I don't know if I even want to bring this up because it's a little upsetting, maybe. But I mean, a, a couple days before Thanksgiving, they had that two hundred dollar deal online at like most stores, like. Target yeah, Best Buy, like, they had it. So, like, you could have just got I, it then and not yeah, had to I told deal with her it. to just do it online, yeah. but she, like, was very, like, gung-ho about, like, wanting to get it, like, in person. Okay. And I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, but, yeah. But, I mean, she got a PlayStation and she's happy. That's good so for her. That's good, good for her. I will um, say, uh, Jessica from Bitch Team Alpha, she got hers online. Yeah. So, she's going to be joining us in the PS4 world, and I'm real excited about that. So, oh, yeah. Uh, That's yeah. good. Deal. But uh, you know, we survived Black Friday. That's so good. I think it deserves a toast. So let's uh raise our glasses and uh to us. That's a lovely glass. What what even is that? That looks amazing. Uh this is uh a goblet. A, ba- a baphomet goblet, you know, you may know from uh, Sabrina statue. Oh, okay. okay. That's it. because uh, the other thing I did this week was I went to a Renaissance festival and I saw this cup and I was like I want this, so cheers yeah, to us. Cheers to us. For the record, um, you're not supposed to you're not supposed to cheers with water. So I'm not drinking water today, even though it looks like that. I'm just drinking straight vodka, you guys. So it's gonna be, uh, same. It's gonna be good. Um, yeah, yeah. That's uh, whew, that went down a little, a little spicy. Uh, but we're gonna talk about video games, Sam. Are we? Uh, I mean, we want we want to talk about TV. No, let's talk finish about Daredevil games. season three. It's no, I don't, fun. Care. Uh, I don't care about that. Let's, let's oh, stick wow, with games. Wow. Sorry, Daredevil. Anyway, so before we get into the more newer games, I got some older games I want to talk about. Okay. Um, so I've been playing a ton of Smite. Uh, you may notice it's a free-to-play third-person MOBA. Um, I've noticed, like, every time I get online, Cody's playing Smite. I'm like, what is happening? I haven't seen him play Destiny in, like, a week. This is crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just kind of waiting in Destiny right now. Uh, I'm just waiting for the new content. Like, there's nothing new going on. And I'm kind okay. of like, I don't want to, I'm tired of doing LFG with random people to do mm-hmm. the raid. So, like, I'm just kind of, you know, I'm at a point where I'm like, all right, let's wait for the new content, okay. uh, which is only a week away. So, actually, it starts tomorrow, technically. Does it? I thought it was December 3rd. We've still got a week before December 3rd. Uh, the new season starts on the 27th. And I think when a new season oh. starts, there is new stuff like, uh, oh, okay. Okay, quick Destiny download. Uh, they announced a bunch of like uh, <laughs> weapons that you can start earning through like Gambit mm-hmm. and Strikes um, to do during the season of the Forge. So that's gonna be really cool. But yeah, the actual like new content, like 100% new content, is gonna be on the fourth. So 
only yeah. a week away, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, so a bunch of the Broken Thumbsticks guys have been playing Smite a lot. And I was like, you know, up there with like first-person shooters and MMORPGs, MOBAs are one of my favorite genres. Like, I my PSN like year in review last year, I put like 300 hours into Paragon before uh, that yeah. went to heaven. Um, Do you need to pull so, one like, out for Paragon since you have your yeah, pull one out real quick. Uh, <laughs> And so, like, I've played Smite in the past. The issue is, when we played it in the past, I didn't really, like, give it my all. Because, like, we, were playing, we weren't playing the traditional MOBA mode where it's, like, the three lanes. It was this random two-lane map. And, like, it just wasn't... I wasn't, like, giving it my all. I was just kind of picking random characters and seeing what I liked. And I wasn't learning the items. Because, like, in that game, like, the items are very important. How you build your character. Uh, but, like, this time, I'm like, you know, like... I'm enjoying this a lot. Like we're having fun times. Let me actually like commit and learn about these gods and stuff. And like, I'm having a blast. Like uh, I've been picking up characters for each lane. Um, so like I just started learning this character named Ardio. She's the Celtic bear goddess. And like, she can transform <laughs> into a bear. Oh, and yes. it's fucking phenomenal. That's amazing. Um, another one of my favorites is uh, the Norse goddess soul. Um, because like she just shreds people. And like, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, like, so I've just been playing it like pretty much every night, as Sam said, <laughs> the past like two weeks almost. And like, I'm having a blast with that game. Like, the games are long. Like, we had a 70 minute match the other night, and I was like, <laughs> and like, uh, one of the guys we play with, Laz, was just really done. Like, he was like, I want this to end. Can we mean. just surrender? <laughs> and I was like, no, like, we can win this game. And we did come back and win it. Oh my God. Um, I think the only like issue is is like the, there's not like a very good tutorial for that game. Yeah. So like you get a lot of new people who jump in and like they see like Thor and they're like, oh, I want to play Thor. Issue is like Thor is a jungler and like so you usually get a lot of Thors who just don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, and that doesn't get an issue with like most mobas. It's like there's not a very good tutorial system to teach people how to play the game. And so like we have had some like lopsided matches that just like steamroll and it's very bad but uh it's really cool and like they're about to add uh their 100th god uh they're gonna add 99 and 100 uh is king arthur and merlin uh and they're gonna be from the arthurian pantheon because yeah. smile is all about like different pantheon gods and stuff um and yeah i was like oh my god like 100 like i remember playing this game on pc and there's only like 20 so it's like that's yeah, crazy how far you, they've come do you ever feel like there's too many I mean, if there's a hundred, how are you supposed to learn all of them and understand them to know which ones you even want to play? It's like there's too many choices, it seems like. Partially agree with you, but then the other thing is like, if there, you, you, the best part about having all these choices is you can find a god for you. Like I found Ardio, uh, I found Erling Shen, who is the sage dog. What's Ooh. up? Can you change characters mid-game? No, once you, you lock in, start. Boo. I, mm -mm, mm -mm. You've never been able to do that in a MOBA. It's only Overwatch. Um, well, Overwatch does it right, because especially if you have 100 freaking characters, you're supposed to just pick one to try and then play a freaking 70-minute match, possibly, to figure right, out if you there's like different, it. like, game Come modes. Come on. And so, like, I think a good game mode to learn a god is this mode called Assault, because you're giving a random god. Okay. And, it's just, and everyone's given a random god, and it's one lane... And like, 
I think the longest I've had a match go is like 25 minutes. That's and still like, a long time to play with a okay, character that you find like, out you don't like. You learn like. the character that way. Um, I think the only bad thing is like in Overwatch, there was Mystery Heroes. And like if you got a Mystery Heroes team with like, it just like was you, rough. You, you broke up just a little bit there. You said if you got a Mystery Heroes team with what? With like four tanks, like yeah. it's a little rough in Overwatch yeah. if you're facing that. So like in that game mode, like if you get like two tanks, two mages, and a hunter, uh, like you're kind of gonna get steamrolled because like the teams are very imbalanced sometimes. That's the only issue. Um, but like you know, I'm enjoying the main mode conquest, and uh, I don't know, it's just a lot of fun. Like it's it's nice to get back into a MOBA again. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's Smite. Uh, cool. Sam. Tell me about Serafina's Crown. Okay, so my friend Daniel got me this game on Steam for my birthday, and it's by a company called Woodsy Studios, which I believe they are located in Arkansas. And I saw them two years ago at the gaming convention, and then he saw them this year, which I didn't get to go this year because it was the same time as Extra Life. Um, mm -hmm. But they've they've always made some fun games. I played Miracleer, which was a mobile game on oh, my yeah. phone. It was kind of like kind of like you're dating angels. Um, and then I played another game of theirs. I think it was called Echoes of the Fae, and I wasn't super into it. It's kind of a visual. visual <laughs> it's been too long. I forgot how to talk. Um, it's that vodka. It's kicking in right now. So, um, <laughs> I know, but I... yeah. Uh, so visual novel style game, but like that one, I felt like there was too much other stuff they were having you do. Like you'd have to wander around town and like figure stuff out and do stuff. And I was like, eh, like if I'm playing like a visual novel, I want to just like hit the button and read the text and like make some decisions. You know, I don't want to have to like do other stuff. So this one, Seraphina's Crown, is pretty much just like that. It's a visual novel, pretty strictly. You don't have to go do other things. Um, there are some mini games in it. Um, the main one. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me just set the premise here. So basically, you're playing as this woman named Odell, and the queen has been murdered. And the new monarch needs to be chosen and the highest ruling powers in the realm get together to elect who the new monarch will be. And so she has to come mm -hmm. home to participate in this. And then she gets involved in trying to figure out who murdered the queen and then also who should be elected the new monarch. <clears throat> and so a lot of like who the new monarch is going to be is determined by whose house power is most powerful by the end of the game. And that's determined by political debates inside the game. And like, you might be yeah. like, wow, political debates, that sounds boring, which is what I would say. But uh, you're not actually doing real debates. This is the mini game. And I'm going to try to explain it. It was really weird at first. and It took me a while to like catch on what was going on here. But basically, there's the numbers 1 through 12. And you're going to be competing against someone else. And like highest number wins or lowest number wins. So it's just whatever numbers you have. And it's kind of randomly assigned each debate, like how many numbers you'll get out of 12 to use and where they'll fall on the spectrum. Um, so there's multiple rounds and like every other round, your number numbers will get shuffled. So you'll have all your numbers back. And so it's, it's whoever gets their numbers shuffled first is usually at a disadvantage because like you use up your numbers in the first round and then in the second round, like say if I was going second, then like my numbers would get shuffled. So I'll have all my numbers again. And then like 
each round, whoever gets shuffled gets to pick whether it's the highest number or the lowest number. So like if somebody used up all their low numbers in the first round, then I'm going to say, let's do low numbers again, because obviously they aren't going to have any left over, right? Um, yeah. So, but it's kind of the luck of the draw, whether your numbers get shuffled first or second, and like it's easy to get screwed. <clears throat> so, oh my goodness, hold on, I need some more vodka. <laughs> Just a second. So... I wasn't great at this. I'm like, eh. so my foolproof method for how to get things going my way is you've got two parties here. You get to, su you get to pick who you want to support in it, right? So I would pick whoever I wanted to lose, and then I would just play to lose. And that oh. worked every time. So that's the way to get around that. Um, but yeah, so I was a little disappointed at the start of the game because Odell, my character, she's like, oh my god, the love of my life, Lorenzo, I, I'm just going to miss him so much when I have to go back to do this thing. And like, she's constantly talking about how much she loves Lorenzo. And Woodsy Studios has always had really good queer representation in games. So I was like, man, why, why does she have to be in love with this guy and be like so focused on it? But when she get into like chapter two... I don't know what this girl's problem is because supposedly she's like super in love, but she can totally start flirting with these other characters. So I did that, of course, because, you know, why not? Um, yeah, cheating woman, Sam. I know. I'm like, Cheat. she's supposed to be in love, but hey, I got the opportunity, so I'm going to I'm gonna go Poor for it. Poor fucking How dare you, Sam? Hey, hey. Homewrecker. Later, you find some stuff out, and it's fine. It's fine. But, um, so I start flirting with this girl, Rosa, who is the head of the military for this realm. And, um, let me tell you, I, uh, I ended up getting her to spend the night. I was like, yeah. Uh, but then things were real <laughs> awkward afterwards. Like, I was like, man, what did I do wrong? Why is she, like, being so weird about this? Um, and when you get to the end of the game... Uh, I looked at the achievements later, and there is a way to, like, live happily ever after with Rosa, but apparently I didn't get that, because I made some mistakes. Because um, right towards the very end, you have to, you're, there's a trial, and you have to be like, this is who killed the queen. This is who I believe killed the queen, and this is who we're prosecuting. And um, if you make the wrong choice, like, there's some consequences that happen, so... When I finished the game, I got the person that I wanted to be the monarch, but poor Odell had some real bad consequences in her life uh, because I, I pissed somebody off that I should not have pissed off. Um, so I kind of want to go back and play it and see if I can get a happier ending for Odell. Um, but it was it was fun. I would I would recommend it. Uh, it's a maybe like a four hour game. It's not too long. And it's just a visual novel, like I said. You've got the the debate number mini game. There was another mini game uh, where I was like trying to play catch, and that was horrible. Like I could never catch this ball. You're supposed to like click on it, like when it was coming at you, but it was like doing weird stuff. I don't know. And I'm sure there's other mini games that you could uh, get if you talk to other people because you have like some free time. And it's like, who do you want to talk to during your free time? Obviously, I always wanted to go talk to Rosa. Yeah. So I didn't talk to those other people, but there's probably other mini games that, that you would get if you talk to them. Um, but yeah, overall, I'd say it's a real fun game and you should check it out. And I might try to go get that happier ending with Rosa. We'll see. So. Right. Well, that's good. And it sounds like it has some replayability. So Definitely. Good. And so that was Serafina's Crown on Steam. Yep. Right. And rounding off my older games, 
I played some Diablo 3 because of the Diablo controversy that happened a few weeks ago. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I haven't played Diablo in forever. Let me just give it like, a whirl. Um, and it's like amazing how you just can forget everything about a game if you haven't played it in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I've leveled a monk before in that game. Uh, went and made a new monk. No idea what I was doing. <laughs> no, I know the moves that I had. I was like, these don't seem like the same moves that I had before. I'm confused. Maybe they um, updated it and maybe they were different moves. You just didn't know. Maybe. Maybe. It's entirely um, possible. But like the main reason I picked this game up again is because of a new game that's coming on December 7th. And that is Pillars of Eternity. It's finally coming. Wait, no. Not Pillars of Eternity. Path of Exile. I mix those up a lot. The, the POE thing. That was not Path even of close. Exile. Yeah. I mix those up. It's the POE thing. Uh, Path of Exile is an ARPG coming on December 7th. Um, and this has like been like Diablo's big competition. Okay. Uh, and it's only been on Xbox for the past like year. Like It's been on PC, but also on Xbox. Um, and so now they're finally releasing on uh, PS4. And they have a big update coming with like a new story mode and it looks really cool but i was like oh well let me get into the arpg kind of zone and play some diablo 3 um uh, question. a lot of fun with it is What's this up? path of exile is it a free-to-play or is it an expensive game it's free-to-play yes hey. it's a free-to-play arpg game coming seven seven um the big update is like it's a new story mode where like there is kind of like almost like a political party that's like made of bounty hunters who like rule these zones and you can go like you can go capture them and like either like hire them and force them to go betray their friends you can just outright kill them to find out information about other people like other bounty hunters and like you're supposed to be working your way up this like criminal ladder and find out who rules this party and the ultimate goal is to take them down and like path of exile has like this very not complex but like deep and rich uh skill tree kind of thing okay where like you can say you play a sorcerer but like you can have so many branching paths to play a sorcerer so like you can focus on fire and then halfway through be like well i also want to throw some frost in there and like you can just make hundreds of builds so that's like really cool um so yeah i was like oh that's coming out let me play some diablo um just to get in the mood because i guess it's Mm -hmm. been probably since marvel heroes that i've played an arpg and so, yeah, I made a monk. And I was playing through, and I was like, "Man, this is a lot of fun." I really just want to play Path of Exile though, because like that's the main reason I was playing this skin was just get back in the mood. Yeah. Um, but Diablo Three is a great game, and like, I do wonder how it runs on the Switch because it just released on Switch as well. Really? Um, yes. And I was like, "Oh, like this actually might be a little bit fun to play on the Switch." Um, mm-hmm. So I think I may look into picking up on Switch as well. Um, just for you know something to play on the go yeah um you're versatile yeah uh but yeah path of exile is definitely looking really good uh and then diablo is definitely gonna be something i, I may come back to every now and then just because that world is really cool because it's really yeah. dark and gritty yeah um and it's just really fun to see a giant like skeleton monsters explode into millions of pieces so yeah that's uh diablo 3 Cool. Uh, Sam, this uh, next game. I, remember, I was like, you were just like, you've been for five. Uh, so I, don't know, I, I was just, online I was like, playing. Oh. He sent me a party request, so I'm like, hey, let's get in the party. And then like, I check and I see that he's playing Battlefield Five. I'm like, we talked about this. You were never gonna get Battlefield Five. Where is this coming from? Well, and also I was laughing because I just bought Call of Duty and I hadn't told you yet. So like, we both bought oh. the opposite games of each other. 
so um yeah, i don't know just a lot of people were like oh i'm getting it and i was like okay like my issue with call of duty is i bought it and i didn't have anybody to play with but like now that i know i knew people were getting battlefield 5 i was like mm-hmm. okay i'll get battlefield 5 uh because like i destiny is definitely gonna hold a lot of my attention now with smite it'll also hold a lot of my attention but i was looking for another multiplayer game mm-hmm. and i was looking at fallout 76 but like all the negative press around that game i was like no let's not do that yeah. uh and battlefield 5 like i haven't really heard too many bad things about um yeah. so i was just like let's just do it like i like battlefield games like they're pretty fun but yeah what are your initial thoughts of battlefield 5 so if you guys will remember we talked about this previously um because when battlefield 5 like the cover was first released there was such a hubbub about there was a female on the cover and like guys were like this is stupid and i got real mad about that and i was like fuck you i'm gonna support battlefield 5 because they put a woman on the cover and i'm gonna buy this game even though i did not like battlefield 1 really at all i was like i played the campaign and it was okay but i hated the multiplayer i was like no you know so i went into this i was like i'm not gonna like battlefield 5 but i said i'm gonna buy it and i'm gonna buy it to support them and, you know, I'll just trade it in later. Because, like, I know people who, a lot of people who have it on PC. And I was like, well, if I got it on PC, I could play with other people. But then I couldn't trade it in. And I know I'm going to want to yeah. trade this in really fast. So, um, but I got it, Cody. And it took forever to do the download to update and install. I don't know what the problem was. I was really pissed about that. Um, but once it finally got there, it was like, kind of late it was like 9 30 and you know i usually stop playing games about 10 o'clock but i'm like whatever i've waited so long i'm gonna play it Uh, i don't have a lot of time so i'm gonna play a multiplayer and so i jumped into domination which is there's the three capture points and you just have to hold the points and then kill enemies um and when i first loaded in i I don't know there's just a guy standing there like and i shot him and i killed him and I was like, that was like my first experience of the game. And I think that just like, I don't know, it kicked something off. I was like, oh yeah, this is great. I just did something good. Um, so having a good start, I'm sure helped. And I don't really know what it is about this, but I'm having so much fun. I I didn't like Battlefield before because like it always felt like the enemies were so far away. I couldn't see what was happening. I was constantly getting killed and just like not even knowing where I was getting shot from. Um, and like some of that is still here in the game. Like there's still, the enemies pretty far off. I'll, I'll get shot and not know where it came from. Um, but like, I don't know. Something about it is just, it's just better. Like if, if I'm quick about it, if I start getting shot and I can like dodge away real quick, I can get behind some cover and heal up and be okay. Um, I shoot stuff that's far away. Sometimes I hit it. Sometimes I don't, you know, my shooting still is not very good in battlefield, Um, but they've got these different classes. So they've got assault, medic, support, and recon. And, you know, obviously I I usually, I like playing a medic because I like healing people because then, you know, I'm contributing. The real good thing about medic, let me tell you, Cody. So, um, normally when you spawn in, you have one health pack just with you. So you get shot, you use your your health pack, and then you don't have any more unless you can go find another health pack on the map. The medic has unlimited health packs. So I get shot, I healed, I get shot some more, I heal some more. It's just like constantly, there's no like cooldown. I can just keep on healing. And that's real important to me because I get shot a lot. Um, Also, like 
you're in a four-person squad, and then, like, the teams are usually, like, 16 to 32 people, uh, and anyone on the squad can heal anyone else on the squad, but only a medic can heal people that are not in their own squad. And also you the medic... A revive, yes, I'm sorry, you're right. Okay, yeah. When you're they're down. Like yeah, they're, they're shot, they're down, they're about to die, they're bleeding out, and you can revive them. Um, also, the medic revives a lot quicker than the other yeah. classes do. Um, so I just like that it, it works real well for me. But like there are there were different challenges at the start to encourage you to try all the different classes. So I tried the different classes and I had a good time with all of them. Uh, the support instead of oh, I'm sorry, the medic can also throw bandages or the health kits to people. So like if someone had used up their health kit, I could throw them another one. The support can throw out ammo at people. So that's good. Um, I don't know. The recon and the assault don't really help other people, but it's fine. Um, I. OK. Hold on. I'm sorry, they can't. The they don't throw things to the other players. Yeah, they don't throw things. But, like, the recon, one of their gadgets is a uh, telescope. And if you, like, look at an enemy, it'll spot them. And so a little marker will appear above their head uh, and, like, let people know where they are. And the assault is very good at taking down vehicles. Because, trust me, when a tank is blowing you up, you want someone to take out that tank almost <laughs> immediately. Fun fact, I played probably for about five hours before I ever figured out how to use a gadget. I'm like, why do these things keep telling me to use gadgets? How do I use them? Uh, but there are some pretty neat gadgets. Um, there are trip mines. There's like smoke grenades you can use as well. Uh, the assault has a, I don't know if it's a grenade launcher. It seems like a rocket launcher. It calls it a grenade launcher, it but it's like, like a rocket. Yeah, it's yeah. It's awesome. I like that one a lot. Um, but yeah, and, and in a strange turn of events, I've, I've done okay at the recon. Usually I'm not a good sniper, but like I, I can get some good work done. And that's I think that's like my overall statement is like I can get some good work done in, in this game. Yeah. And that makes me feel good and I have fun while I'm doing it. Uh, I do die a lot, but I mean, you, you spawn back in pretty quick and it's like it's no big deal. It's just like there's action. It's fun. I'm having a good time with it. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where this came from. It like bl blows my mind. I'm like, I'm having such a good time with Battlefield Five. Like I never expected it. Um, I have mostly only been playing Domination. Uh, I played a couple of the other things, but like, I just didn't have as much fun. One of them, like, I think, it, oh, I think it was Deathmatch. So there were not objectives on the board. And like, I wandered around for many minutes before I ever found any enemies. And I was like, this is really boring. If you like, you know, when there's objectives, people are drawn to certain areas. So that's where you're going to find some yeah. action. But when it's just like, there's nothing going on, it's a pretty big map to try to go find people. Um, I did just try Conquest today for the first time because I had to do some Googling to figure out. So I'm like, why, why can't I drive a tank? I know there are tanks. I want to get one. Uh, so tanks and airplanes are only available in certain modes. And yeah. the conquest I was on was this snowy mountain map, which is, I hate this map the most. Um, and they didn't have tanks on it. They did have airplanes. Uh, and so like I had, to, I had to Google this multiple times to figure out how to get on this airplane. So I eventually, I spawned on a buddy who was in an airplane and I was uh, in the tail section with a gun. So he was flying and I was just like waiting to shoot something and like there was never anything to shoot. I was like, this sucks. So I was like, let me get out of here. So I pushed X, I mean the square, 
And then all of a sudden I was out, out of the plane. I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. Uh, luckily, there was a parachute. You can deploy your parachute to come down. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was outside of the combat zone, so I died. Oh. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know where I was. I was just like, whatever. Um, later, I did get to uh, drive the plane. I'm sorry, fly the plane. Um, it's it's hard. Um and then it's just, yeah, fuck point. I had I a lot of trouble trying to find like where the objectives were on the ground. I had a lot of trouble trying to find the ground. I, I don't know. And then I found it too well because I flew into the side of a mountain and like you don't explode when you hit the mountain. You just kind of sit there and then I'm like, I guess the plane's just down now. So I got out of the plane and then I got shot because I mean, it's a real bad place to land a plane, but it's yeah. fine. <laughs> I'm hoping the tank will go better than the plane, but we'll see. Oh, Sam. Just. <laughs> well, plane's done, I guess. Um, I'm glad you're liking it. Um, I'm enjoying it as well. Um, I think Battlefields have always had a couple issues for me. Uh, when it's small, like close quarters, I feel like it's really good. Mm-hmm. But when it's very, like, far away combat, like wide open spaces, that's when it suffers for me because. I have a pretty big TV. You can see it behind me. Pretty big. Like, I can see a lot on the thing. I feel like somebody's, like, always playing against me with, like, a 4K TV with magnifying glasses in front of it because they can spot me and snipe me yeah. from across the map. And, like, that's when Battlefield becomes, like, all right, I don't enjoy this part. I'll stick to my close quarters area. There is one good thing I'll say. When a sniper is about to shoot you, there is a flash of white light yeah. right before they fire. Yeah, so you can like jump flash. and dodge if you can, which is that's helpful. Um, so I, with Battlefield 1, they introduced this game called Breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like one of my favorite objectives because it's you're either attacking or defending and like the games last a little while. But like it's usually like fast paced, like there's always action. And then also like there's always an objective. So like you're always there. And then I think what they've added in Battlefield 5 is this thing called fortifications. So, like, if you hold down the D-pad on PlayStation and you see, like, a hammer symbol, you can walk up and, like, build fortifications. Like, you can Mm -hmm. make a little sandbag uh, walls to, like, hide behind. Uh, On that snow map, uh, we were playing Conquest on it, and you can fortify an entire little section, like, set up barbed wire so the only way they can get to you is down this one little strip, and, like, you can have a mounted turret just aimed at that little strip and it's so good you know what Um, so i was playing on i don't know what map it is but there was a library like a burnt out building library and i was like you know i'm gonna fortify the shit out of this place and so i was like closing up everything i got it nice and like my squad was there we're like yeah we're gonna defend this then we died and then i was like shit now we have to try to get it back in here after i fortified this thing so that sucked but I like the yeah. I like that you can do that. You can only do it. You can't just like free build. There's only certain yeah, locations you to, like, where you can build. Yeah, so. and you can also with fortifying, you can make little like medic stations and ammo stations. I found in certain spots. Uh, so I made one of those, and like anytime someone went to that station, I got a bunch of points for it. Oh, and, like cool. you get a lot of points for fortifying, so like it's worth it to sit down if you were not getting shot at and do it. Uh, like we were playing conquest on a map where there's like a bridge but it's collapsed in the middle um and like we fortified an entire little section at b flag and it was there the entire rest of the game because like no one came to it because they were like there's definitely people behind that <laughs> the potato sack wall get out of here yeah. uh i'm not sure if what is it called 
Oh, I just blanked on the Grand name. Grand Operations? No, I haven't picked that one. I don't know. Frontline? It's, I think it's a new mode where, like, you capture objective Frontlines. It's called Frontlines. Mm -hmm. Where you're capturing... There's a set number of objectives on the map, and, like, either team can capture it, and whoever gets to the end... Uh, once you, like, capture all the zones, A through, like, F, I want to say, uh, it will split into two bombs, and you get to go plant two bombs. Uh, we played that last night, and it's, like, I think it's only 32 people on the map, so it's only 16 v 16. Um, and, Sam, this was a game. Like, we were losing pretty bad. Like, we had 20 minutes, and I was like, all right, like, we either, like, are just going to lose this, or yeah. we're going to make a comeback. So, me and my friend Charlie and Luke got around them and we're sneaking <laughs> up behind them yeah and so like we were like if we just get behind them people will start spawning on us oh yeah uh so and like we were like let's wait for like so we like we knew where e-flag would spawn so we went to e-flag and we mm -hmm. got there we just bunkered down anyone <laughs> came near us we shot them uh and if we two of us died like as long as we had a, one person staying like hidden we could yeah. squad spawn on them yeah um and so eventually, because the E flag was like this flag that like we just lost like instantly anytime it got near there. So like we hunkered down, got that. And then next thing I know, F flag is over at a castle and we have to cross this bridge. And it's like a scene out of a movie, Sam. <laughs> like I, This gave me the goosebumps. <laughs> we were booking it across this bridge that is falling apart because there's a tank shooting at us oh, and shit. there's people taking sniper shots at us and i can hear bullets whizzing past my character's head and we are booking across this bridge and we take a sharp right after the bridge to get to the castle there's a tank to our left and it killed the charlie and luke and i just booked it and i got inside the castle and so they got the squad spot on me and we captured f like almost e immediately <laughs> and it was so good uh and then the two bomb things spawned and we oh. didn't know this is the first time we played yeah. so we didn't know the two bomb things spawned uh and i think my biggest complaint with this part of the game mode is so you have to pick up like you have to physically go pick up the bombs okay to plant and if you get one of them because we got a bomb planted and it exploded like instantly but we were so like far like forward that we had to turn around and go back to the castle that was like 20 feet away to get the bombs yeah to go get the B flag or the B bomb. And I think once it gets transitions from the capturing to the bombs, it goes to a life system. And if you mm. run out of 40 lives, yeah. So there's only 16 people, like everyone pretty much has two. Once you run out of 40 lives, it goes back to the capturing thing. So we got pushed back to the castle. Luckily, mm -hmm. we were all spawning there already. Yeah. So that feels a little broken in a way because if we we're just spawning at the castle already, why make that the flag? I don't know. Yeah. Um, we ended up getting it after a very long team fight <laughs> because I swapped to the recon and they have the. I think it's the recon. It has the no, it's the medic. It has the the smoke grenade launcher. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I was shooting the smoke grenades, so I gave everybody cover to get into the bomb. And then the medic has like a submachine gun, so I was really good at up close. And then uh, my buddy Charlie was sniping in the back, just picking off people who were coming at us, and. It was really fun. Like that's the part about it. What I like is when like you have to work as a team together, and yeah. things just start working. Uh, yeah, I, the I think my biggest complaint also has been 
sometimes like they start games when they're really imbalanced. Oh yeah. Like we had a conquest map that started eight versus four, and that's a sixty-four player map. <laughs> and so eight versus four made no sense. And like we just captured all the objectives and the game was over in like three seconds. Like I'm yeah. not complaining, but like it's just that was kind of weird. Like don't start it at that point. Like re split everybody up and just and there were yeah. sixty-four people. Well, and I don't know what was happening last night, but I played for quite a few matches where I just couldn't get a squad. I was always by myself. And I was just like, yeah. I don't understand why they didn't, how I just couldn't get with anybody else. I was really disappointed. So, but also and... my, my criticism is like, I don't feel it explains things really at all, hardly on like how to do different things. Like the fact that it took me so long to figure out how to do a gadget. Um, I like, Eventually, I was like, oh, wait, I think I can customize my character stuff and like had to go in and I'd unlocked all this stuff, like cosmetics for my guns and stuff. But like it wouldn't let me equip them. And I'm like, it says I just need to be like the stin gun level one. I should have this. But you have mm -hmm. to like go back to the armory and like claim the stuff that you've got before you can actually use it in the thing. And I'm just like, why don't you just make this easy? I don't know. It was confusing. I feel like they should rename things because like. To customize your character and your weapons, you go to your company. Yeah. But to claim stuff, you go to your armory. Just yeah. call the armory a store and call what I do the armory because that's what an armory is. It's like the, your company thing makes no sense. Like, yeah. I feel like you just randomly pick names there. Yeah. And like, as you use a gun, it levels up and you unlock different perks for it. And if you're not paying attention, it's just going to go ahead and pick because there's like one from each column that you can pick. And it's just going to go ahead and pick them for you. Because, like, by the time I went and checked in with my thing, like, I had all four tiers unlocked and it just picked what it wanted to do for me. I was like, what? And, I mean, you can undo it and, like, set it yourself. But it's just, like, it would have been nice if at some point it had said, hey, you should go check this out over here because there's some stuff you can do. And I was like, uh -huh. um, I do, like, they have a lot of different characters that you can choose from. And there are tons of yeah. different women you can play as. So, like, the first thing I did, actually, before I started playing, is I just went and picked all the different classes and set them as different women so that I could play as my ladies. Um, I will say, I, don't, I know this is World War II, and so there's always going to be, in any multiplayer game, there's good guys versus bad guys. But, like, I hate when we're the bad guys and we're playing as the Nazis. I'm just like, this is just... I don't know. I don't like... I don't like that. It's just yeah. bad. It's like you I can't mean, be helped, you know? Yeah. But I'm just like, man, that's unfortunate. Like, I don't have a problem playing as stormtroopers in Battlefront. I'm like, it's just like kind of bums me out when I'm playing as a Nazi. I'm like, this, I'm a horrible person, but it's fine. I mean, you don't, like, technically, this thing, you're playing as the Axis, or just, you know, you're not really. I'm not really. I mean, oh. whatever. I, I think another, like, small complaint I have is. And this isn't, it's a complaint, but it's also, I think, a good thing is that the starting weapon for each class is very strong. Um, so I guess good, because you want to start with a strong gun so that no one's at a disadvantage. But then, like, there's no real reason to swap off those strong guns mm -hmm. until you are fully unlocked. Uh, like, the support has a gun called the KE7, and if you get the bipod unlocked for that, and like you were ever in like a spot where you can hook, get the bipod, because like a bipod works as if you're near a wall, it'll just automatically connect to the wall. And you are accurate; you are not missing a thing. So like, if you set up a fortification and just crouch down, like 
anyone comes at you, they're dead. Like, you don't miss. That's good to know. I never really understood. Like, sometimes it would say, like, push this to deploy the bipod. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Why would I want to do this? I don't know. Yeah. So. Um, one thing I think they removed from Battlefield 1 is if you snuck up behind somebody and, like, had your melee weapon out, you could get a one-hit kill. And, like, it was a cool, like, like animation. Did that happen for you? Because I had a hatchet out, and I tried to hatch to someone. And it took two swipes. And I was really well, mad. Yes. I've yes, I've had that. But let me tell you, I've been on the receiving end. Someone sneaks up behind me and just knifes me and I'm dead. Like they do a little animation. Okay. And I'm like, I've seen it happen to me. I've never actually done okay. it myself, but it, it's still there. Um, I don't know if maybe huh. just based on the type of melee weapon, maybe like the hatchet doesn't just do it. I don't I don't know. I, don't know. Um, I will say there are some cool melee weapons in this game. Like there's a cricket bat with a uh, metal chain wrapped around it. Oh, and damn. then there's a machete called the Coop Coop, and I want to get the Coop Coop. And you do it by doing the single player, so I guess I'm playing the single player okay. eventually. Oh, yeah, I should say, like, I did go back and start one of the war stories. Um, the the single player, so far there are three war stories. There's going to be a fourth, like, coming December 4th or something. Um, I played, like, the first section of the first one, and I was like, I don't like this. I want to go back and play multiplayer, which is weird, because, like, I thought the campaign single player would be the thing I'd like. So I'm just like, I don't know. So. In Battlefield 1, like, so the, the, when you start the game up, there is, like, it's an intro thing where they kind of teach you a little bit about, like, how everything works. Like, the very they show basics. You how to play the, the bare the minimum basics. basics. Like, how to fly the plane, how to drive the tank, here's some weapons to try out. Like, here's a sniper, here's an LMG, here's a submachine gun. And in Battlefield 1, I was I enjoyed that more because it was real people that were mm-hmm. like it showed you like real accounts of what happened in World War One, and like this one like they didn't give a name to any of these people, yeah. so like it was just kind of like all right, this is just you know you're just teaching me things. But they in Battlefield just, One, I was like, this is they were not as good. Battlefield One, every one of those scenes yeah. made me cry. I'm like, they were so well done and they were so emotionally yeah. put together that like it really affected you. And like this this one so far hasn't been that good at all. Let me um, ask you one thing, Cody. Did you, on the main menu, if you push circle, this sidebar comes out. It's like Battlefield 5, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 4. And like you can play multiplayer from the other two games, maybe? Is that you what that can't, is? I don't know why this is there. Okay. Because it's because it was in Battlefield 1 where it would show you Battlefield 4 and Battlefield Hardline instead. And I don't know why it's there. I feel like if you are on PC and you own those games and you're using the EA Access oh. or whatever, oh, okay. you can launch it. And it's just a thing that's still in like console versions. Uh, because like a char- uh, Luke has Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 4 installed. So he's like, oh, I can just go play Battlefield 4 right now. And it was like, no, if with uh, Battlefield 5, you cannot play. I don't know why it's there. It's so stupid. That's They've really had it for, stupid. Like, I mean, I could understand if they just had, like, kind of the ads for the other games, but, like, the way it's set up, it looks like you click on this, you can go play the multiplayer, which I didn't do it, obviously, but it's weird. They should not have left that in there if you can't do it. Do we know if... Is the DLC free for this game? Or is it still the season pass like they did for Battlefield 1? Because after Battlefront, they, like, really started pushing the free DLC thing, and I don't know if the DLC is free for this. I don't know. I'm, I'm, like... 99% 99% certain that when their uh, Battle Royale comes out, it's going to be free. But I don't know about yeah. other stuff. Um, I, I would lean towards I think it would be free, but I really don't know. Yeah, because they do have, uh, when you're selecting game, like if you want to play multiplayer or single player, they do have two other modes down there. And I think they both say December. 
But I don't know if that's just like a placeholder thing because I could have sworn the Battle Royale got pushed back to 2019. Yeah, I think so. And I just wonder how is this, how's the Battle Royale going to work in this game? Like they haven't shown us any details, but like playing the game, I'm really just kind of like not concerned, but just kind of like I don't know how you I don't know how you do it because like the maps are big, but I don't know if they're big enough for a like huge Battle Royale. I don't know. Maybe there's going to be a new map. Maybe. Let me, yeah, because what I mean. Yeah, because. How do you feel about the number of maps that they have right now in circulation? I don't know if I've played them all. Uh, I have gotten some repeats a lot. Oh, like, wow. I've gotten that snow map, like, four times. Yeah. Um, I've gotten the map with the train that's, like, crashed mm -hmm. a few times. The I don't know how many maps are in this. Oh, yeah, I've gotten the farm. I get the farm a lot. Um, there's, like, the ruins, like, these rocky ruins. I don't know if I've gotten that one. Okay. Oh, wait, no, that was the one that had the castle. Okay. Okay, yeah. And then there's, like, a snowy village. Um, yeah, I get that one a lot. And then there's, like, I... another just city that doesn't have the train. It's, like, not as in ruins as the other city. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I was getting the same like three or four a lot. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's good just because like you can learn those you maps. You can learn really Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, I think it could become an issue where if they are doing paid DLC, like if I have to pay $10 to get four extra fucking maps, no thank you. Um, yeah. That's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, I'm really enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. It's it's very different from Call of Duty because, like, you can play an objective game in Call of Duty and still lose because some dude is an absolute beast that's, like, murdering people. Mm -hmm. But if you're playing the objective in Battlefield, no matter how bad you're doing it kills, you can still win the game. And so, like, that's really good to me. Uh, um, Cody, just... Just a few minutes ago, before we started recording, I finally was a part of the best squad at the end of each game. They say, this That's is the really, best squad. I like that. And I was just like, like oh that. my god, I'm on it. And I was like, I was so excited. So I posted it on Twitter. Um, my one complaint about that, so you've got the best squad, and then it lists the top three squads by their call sign. Um, and my problem is I'm playing, I, I never know what my call site is. So I'm like, I don't know if I've been in the top when three before and like squats on, mm -hmm. it's going to be in the top left. Okay. I didn't know this. And also there's a squad team called dog. Yeah. So like I was going to spawn in on Luke last night and we were the dog squad. And I was like, why does it say dog in the top left corner? <laughs> and then at the end of the game, we got top squad yeah. and we were the dog squad. And I didn't know that. I was like, okay, cool. Whatever. Yeah. Um, they just, should, just something else. Somehow just make it a little more clear well, to know when, if you're in, in Battlefield 1, when the thing started, you didn't get manually assigned to the squads. You like all had to pick a squad oh, right. together, so like you could be oh, okay. alpha, beta, gamma, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, this one it just kind of puts you in one, and then like I don't know if there's an easy way to find it or not. Uh, well, but that's I mean, how you I can noticed. push options and go to squads, and then you can see which squad. It'll show you that. Okay. I had to go the hard way to like go try to find people and mute them because I'm like stop, and then I was like I just need to make my own private party so that I don't have to hear people. 
They weren't even talking. They were just like there, like having background noise. I hate that. So they're playing some some nice music in the yeah, background. Just people talking some and stuff. Alone. Um, oh, I will say alone. also after after I made best squad, which I was so excited to go post that on Twitter, I didn't actually see my results, so I didn't see how I personally did in that. Um, but then the next game, I was third on my team and that's like i had nice. like five thousand some odd points and that's the best i've ever done and i felt really good about that um although i think that was the one that might have been also the game where i was getting ready for the podcast i was like oh i'm gonna go brush my teeth real quick oh i'm gonna go run to the bathroom while i was still playing the game so i just like was standing there for a long time while i was like going to do my stuff i mean um, hey so hey but whatever works the time i was third. in i was kicking ass so uh so yeah that was cool so Question. Okay. So this is surprising news that I'm having a good time with Battlefield 5. Because I was doing that, that's why I bought Call of Duty. I'm like, I should give that another try. Maybe I'll really like it. Do you think that I'll enjoy that? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. No, I don't. I think. Uh... <laughs> oh, well. Because this was like. As I said, like in Battlefield. Like, you're going to be doing bad and still win the game. Yeah. In Call of Duty, like, the issue is there's no, like, ranked-based matchmaking. Mm -hmm. So, like, you're level one. Oh. So you're going to have bare minimum guns. You can still face the guy who's level 370. And he has all the guns. And so, like, that's going to be an issue. I think you would enjoy zombies because it is, like, killing floor. I hated um, zombies in Call of Duty 3, though. Black Ops 3. Okay, I mean... Maybe if I had a buddy. zombies. Uh, and then the Battle Royale mode, I don't know if you would enjoy, because I don't know how much you liked Fortnite, really, or PUBG. I liked Fortnite. You liked Fortnite? Okay. Um, I think it's fun. not really, like, it's, it's, I, I don't know how to compare those two, really. Oh, yeah. We'll give it a shot, though, I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll try it, try and if it. not, I'm gonna, I've decided perhaps trading in is not the best. I think I should just sell stuff on eBay, because I think I'll get better money. Because I think I already... Oh, just for funsies, I had checked what uh, Red Dead Redemption's trade-in value was at GameStop. Not, I'm not. I'm waiting for online, okay? But I was just scoping okay. it out, and you'd only get twenty-five dollars for it, and it's still like really new. So I'm like, you could get forty for that on eBay, no problem. At a buy it now price, I think. So, so I think that's going to be my route. I'm going to try it if I have to sell one of these games. So. Speaking of Red Dead Online, uh, that's supposed to launch at the end of November. Uh, we're in the last week of November. So unless they're just dropping this and like no trailer or anything, no information, <laughs> uh, that's uh, I'm thinking that's getting pushed back. I don't think Reddit Online is coming till December. Um, but yeah, it could come yeah. November 30th. Trailer drops the 29th. So. It comes out the 30th. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, Battlefield Five. We're both enjoying that quite a bit. So I think we're done now. We've covered everything we need to. We can just call it quits for the day, right? Uh, no. I mean, I think we there's something came out last week. Did something? I don't recall. It must not have. And I, I think, think it was like it maybe is... a little small indie title. Yeah, it's a small indie title. You, you may have heard of it. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and dropped last friday and you you cut out right when you were saying eevee so let's just let's oh. just give eevee her props so that's eevee, all yeah. that's all what a game just amazing loving it do you, just do you 10 have, out of 10 do you, just 
Do you, you want to have the quick Nintendo. discussion of what happened before you bought Pokemon? What happened before? I don't know. It was a couple days before Pokemon came out, and I get this text oh, from Cody, and he's like, "You know, I just, I just don't know if I want to buy Pokemon." And I was like, "Who are you, and what have you done with Cody?" <laughs> It's so weird. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, because like I don't like a couple days before I was just kind of like I've played Gen One hundreds of times at this point. Mm-hmm. Do I really need to play it? Like, is it going to be that different? And then I started seeing reviews where it's like, no, like this takes Gen One, like it's still similar, but it expands upon like the story and like you you won't believe where the characters go. And I was like, okay, all right, yeah, I'm getting it. <laughs> and I haven't regretted it because I'm having a blast. Um, I, Sam, this is your first like real Pokemon game. Yeah. How are you liking it? Um, I I was having fun with it. I had a lot of fun with it. But like for the record, like in our Discord, we set up a little friendly uh, bet, I guess, to see how long I would play Pokemon before I just got sick of it. And was like, yeah, I'm done. Um, so. Uh, I think like last Tuesday when I got the day I got Battlefield, I, I was, I was like, I, I don't know if I'm done yet, but I'm like really close. And now I think, I think I'm done. I think I've reached my point. Um, let's just state for everybody. My final time playing was eight hours and 42 minutes. Cody, what was your time that you said you thought I would last? I said eight hours. (laughs) fucking called it cody knows me very well um i knew it because yeah i was i was having a great time with it like right up until the point where i was like you know what it was pretty sudden i'm like yeah i think i'm done um but yeah so let's just start from the beginning and the good times um so yeah i i started off i got uh let's go evie because she's the most uh feline slash canine looking out of her and pikachu um and so I guess I didn't what? It's just because Pikachu's a fucking mouse. No, so yeah. Like, I mean course. he doesn't look like a that's I mean that's just that's just my, you know, whatever looks more like one of my pets. Um yeah. but yeah, I didn't realize you you would name uh your starting Pokemon. And so I was just like, Yeah, my little Eevee, okay, I'll just call her Aloy like my cat, because you know, whatever. And then like I'd been playing for quite a while, and then I was checking my Pokedex, I'm like, oh, this Eevee's a boy. Oh well, I'm still gonna refer to her as a she. It's, I yeah, I never like the the only time the gender matters is like, and just like in Gen One, it's just for Nidoran and Nidorino, um, oh. because one involves the Nido Queen, one involves the Nido King. So cool. it's the only time gender really matters. So I, yeah, I don't even know what my Pikachu is. I think it's a male because I think the female Pikachu, the end of the tail is a heart. I don't like that. Okay. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I I love my little Evie. Uh, so I think someone had warned me. They're like, Evie's voice is really annoying. You're going to get sick of her. And at first I was kind of like, eh, okay, yeah, you did that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I called like, it yeah. up. It was... Yeah, I mean, it's not great, but like she grew on me. I was like, it's fine. I love her so much because she's just this tiny little Pokemon that rides on my head. And like straight out from the beginning, you get some clothes that you can put on her. And so she gets to dress like me. And so she's got a little shirt and a hat that matches my outfit. And I was like, this is adorable. And then you can go and do this thing where you pet her. 
And then you can also feed her berries. And when you like hold up the berry for her, she like takes little bites of it and like parts of it disappear. Yeah. She's biting it and it's super adorable. Um, she's just hanging out with me. And then like sometimes like you'll see the little thing to shake your controller and you'll shake it and she'll want to tell you something. And like sometimes she'll bring you a present or she'll just be like, hey, there's this thing over here. And it's just really cool. I like having a starting Pokemon that's like, she's like your best friend. She's just with you all the yeah. time. And it's it's a nice feeling. And then you're going to catch all these other ones. But like, she's your she's your girl. You know, she's got your back always. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I mean, she was she always levels up the most because she's the one I have the longest. So she was my big guns. Uh, we got double kick pretty early on. And that was like, that was my go to. Um, yeah. let's see, I got really pissed off when I got a Kakuna and it only had one move and its move was Harden, which is just like it ups its defense. So it can't attack at all. So there's no yeah. point in taking that fucking thing. I was into wondering battle. if you were going to run into that. I ran uh. into that on stream and I was really pissed about it. And then I was playing, I'm having a good time. And then my I get this notification, my Weedle is going to evolve. And I get so excited because this is my first evolve. I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be great. It evolves into a fucking Kakuna. And I was so pissed. I was just like, ugh. Um, so that sucked. But when it evolved, because the Weedle carried over some moves, so it had some moves with yeah. it. And I'm like, surely they wouldn't make like the world's stupidest Pokemon just like, why would you have this? So I googled it. I'm like, what is this Kakuna gonna be? I found out it was gonna be a Beedrill, which I ran into one and I tried to catch it and I could not because it was too tough for me. I'm like, oh, I want a Beedrill. So I kept that Kakuna in my party so it could level up until I eventually got my Beedrill and I was very excited about that. Um, Pokemon are real cute just in general. There's so many neat ones and they're adorable. Uh, I think... I don't know. I think now my favorite Pokemon is Charmander because like he's just adorable. He's just like yeah. walking around. He's got these little arms. I think he could hug you if you like got down there and tried to hug him. Um, there's just something about his face that's really cute. I was like, man, I really yeah. like that Charmander. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I got I got a Pikachu, got a Bulbasaur. I eventually got my Squirtle. Um, I got to the part where I could go to the ship and I was like, I want to go find the captain and learn my chop skill. Um, but also in the village by the ship, there's this woman in a house <clears throat> and she's like, if you catch like five meowths, uh, I'll give you something that you can ride. And I was like, fuck, I want to ride a Pokemon. Um, but like I hadn't caught enough meowths. And I was like, I swear I remember seeing some, just not too far back. So I went back and tried to look for them. I couldn't find them. They were must have been further back than I thought. Um, so then I got frustrated. This was the night, the end of things, pretty much. Because uh, I started getting really mad trying to catch Pokemon. Um, because, like... I understand that, like, you're going to get a good throw if you time it right as the circle's closing and you hit them, like, right there, right? It's, like, the good throw. And, like, but if you get, like, a really good throw, even if it's an excellent throw, sometimes that Pokemon's not going to stay in the ball. And I get so angry about it because I'm, like, 
if I did such a good throw, it should keep that Pokemon. And so I was getting really angry about that. And then I was on the boat and like every two steps, someone would drag me into battle. And I was like, God, I'm just trying to go find the captain. And I got really frustrated with that. And then I was like, I'm going to stop now. And that's where I stopped. Um, you got I, pretty far. I had, had a good time with it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I had fun for a while, but I mean, you know, I was only ever going to be in it for a certain amount of time. We all knew yeah. that, so. But what about I'm you? I'm glad you gave it a shot, though. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> so, I picked up the game from GameStop, and I'm driving home, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, all right, these are the Pokemon I'm getting. Because, like, I, for some reason, was like, yeah, they're going to give me a... For some reason, I thought I read you get the Eevee or the Pikachu and it's like not a battling Pokemon. It's just there with you the entire thing. So I was like, cool. Like, so I was like, all right. So in the gen one, your three Pokemon you can pick from at the start are usually Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Charmander. You can pick one and that's how you, that's, that's it. And so when the game starts, it's like, Oh, catch Pikachu. And I was like, Oh, like this is like how in Pokemon yellow, my first ever Pokemon game, you're given a Pikachu at the start. So I was like, okay. I remember, I remember Cody's almost earliest words on the podcast ever was, you do not want a Pikachu as a starting Pokemon. I remember that. But how did you like having your Pikachu as your starting Pokemon? It wasn't bad because they do some things to make it fair. Because like, so this is kind of... The issue I think people have with this game is it's a very casualification of an already kind of casual game. Like, Pokemon is often referred to as baby's first JRPG. This is, I think, for some people, they see this as a baby or baby, even more baby version of a JRPG. And I can see those issues, but I'm okay with it. Like, your Eevee learned double kick. I can tell you now, past gens, Eevee would not have learned double kick that early. My Pikachu should not have learned double kick. So they do that because they know you're going to have to face Brock as the first gym mm-hmm. leader. And like as you go through the game, there's a dude who will teach you a move before each uh, gym that will help you win. Like my Pikachu learned Zippity Zap before the second gym. I got to learn Floaty Fall. And like, come on, Nintendo, let's step the name up on Pokemon moves. Floaty Fall? Are we joking with each other? <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever. But, like, so I got the Pikachu, and I was like, all right, well, I know, like, I know my team I want. So I'm, like, going through, and, like, I'm of the stance that I like the catch mechanic. I I think the catch mechanic and the battle mechanic should be different. Uh, Like, it just adds, like, it adds more variety to the game instead of having to battle and then catch. Okay. Like, weaken the Pokemon, then catch how you do in the older Pokemon games. I think that's a good mechanic. In the older games, when you had to battle and then catch, did you have as many random battles with other people in PCs that you'd... Or was that the majority of how you were battling? Was just when you were catching No, there were still the people. Okay. uh, But you were also ratting Pokemon. You couldn't see the Pokemon. And I also liked that you could see the Pokemon. Because then you can choose what you want to capture. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I enjoy that because it's like, oh, like, I know I want... Like, one of my first Pokemon I wanted to get was a Mankey, because it's my favorite fighting type. Balls in the Primeape, and, like, it's a pig monkey. It's amazing. I never even saw one of those. And it I'm was like, on the way to Mount Moon. 
All my time playing, never saw one. They also changed a lot of the spawns, because usually a manky would spawn um, at the first city you can go to, Viridian. Uh, if you take a left, there's like a path that like leads you to the Elite Four, but you can't go there yet, because obviously yeah. you're like a starting turner. But usually there are manky spawns over there. So I went and uh, like, ran around for an hour, nothing spawned, then I realized, oh, they must have changed some of the spawns. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm going through the game, I'm enjoying it, I like the new catching mechanic, uh, I'm okay with the battling. And then, like, I started noticing, like, man, my Pokemon are kind of underleveled. Like, around the third gym, I noticed my Pokemon were a little underleveled. And I started, like, doing some research. I'm like, why am I so underleveled? And then it's like, I read this guide, and this guy's like, anytime you see a Pokemon, just go capture it. Like, they give you so many Pokeballs. Just go do it. Because the best way to level up your Pokemon is to capture Pokemon. What's up? They give you so many Pokeballs? Okay, but I was almost running out of Pokeballs all the time because I was so bad at trying to catch these Pokemon. I was getting frustrated oh, about say, that. Yeah. I played on the TV for about five minutes before I was like, no, I'm good. And I switched to handheld, and the handheld is a much better catching experience because there's, it is? there's, there's no, like, yes. You still have so to just, aim with the handheld, but you just push the button yeah. to do it. Yeah. But my my hands can't handle handheld for very long at all. And surprisingly, the throwing motion with the when it was docked wasn't really that bad for me. So that was okay. But still, it's just annoying because I would miss so much. Um, but please continue. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Um, I was like, oh, that really sucks. Because for me, battling in Pokemon is my favorite part. Yeah. Like, I once I have my set team... I don't want to capture Pokemon anymore. I just want to battle. Like, I got my six. Mm -hmm. and I was like, this is my team. Like, this is what I want. And I was like, I don't want this. Like, I don't, like, I don't mm -hmm. want to go capture. But I was, I spent, like, an hour yesterday, like, last night, just catching Pokemon endlessly because I wanted to rank up and get all my Pokemon to level 40 because everything else I'm fighting is, like, in the 45 region. Oh, damn. And I was like, well, fuck. Like, this sucks. Um... And I thought they had removed, because in those older Pokemon games, like, there was a thing where it was like, all right, like, if you want this item to continue to progress in the game, you need to catch 50 Pokemon. And I thought they removed those mm -hmm. until I got to, like, the fifth gym. And the guy was like, before you can come in here, you got to uh, catch 50 Pokemon. And I was at 46. And I was like, <laughs> like, 50 unique Pokemon, because I've caught, like, 100 oh, at that point. Oh, jeez. Like, your Pokedex entry has to be 50. I was like, I just, uh, whatever. So I just went and ran around and found a new Pokemon to catch. And, like, I was just really like, okay, this is a little annoying. Mm -hmm. um, I do. It's been a while since I fully played through Gen 1. I don't think there were as many trainers as there were in the game. You mean, like, NPCs because that you battle? Yeah, like NPCs. Uh, yeah, because like every some five feet, like, they're freaking persons to battle, man. I got on a route and I was like, I don't ever remember this being this many trainers mm -hmm. like in a cluster like this that I have to constantly battle. Yeah, like it was really ridiculous. Um, and I don't know if they did that to like outweigh the okay, like you can skip a lot of Pokemon battles now just because you can run around stuff. So I don't know if they just did that. Uh, it's so, like I'm enjoying the game. I'm just having like small issues that are making mm -hmm. my enjoyment like frustrating. Like I don't like that I have to go out and spend extra time 
catching because that's the best way to level up my Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, I wish there was a way to battle like repeatedly. Like if like just have like random NPCs who are like, hey, if you want to like level up a certain Pokemon, battle me over and over. And like, that's how you level that character up. Because there is like you're in a battle. You still share XP, but it's like a fraction of what you get from catch catching. Because oh. in catching, if you catch a Pokemon and like all after all the bonuses, you get 300. Every Pokemon on your team gets 300 XP. But in battling, whatever Pokemon you're using at the time, let's say it gets 500 XP, the Pokemon in the rest of your party will only get like 100 of that 500. Question. What if you took all the Pokemon out of your party and you only had one Pokemon and you went to do battle? Would it get all of the XP then? It still gets all the XP. Whatever Pokemon you have out gets all the XP. All the other Pokemon just gets like a fraction of it. That's all. Oh. Like they, they're like, oh, you just get like a fraction of the 500. So catching is the best way okay. to level up because okay. all your Pokemon are getting 300. And like, that's just kind of, it slows the game down for me. Because mm -hmm. like, I, like, Megs is like, I'm at 20 hours and I'm at the seventh gym leader. And I'm like, I could be there if I didn't have to catch all these Pokemon to make sure I wasn't getting my, I almost said butthole stomped in. That's not what I want to say. <laughs> um, it's like that's just it's just frustrating. Um, that's like that's like a real big like frustration point for me is that yeah. I have to go catch Pokemon and I don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like the changes, like the way they've changed stuff to like make the game feel smoother. Mm -hmm. Like there was some clunkiness in those older games, like having to go catch like fifty Pokemon before you can move on. Um, but you just said you still have to do that. Yeah, with that one gym. But like there was a lot more. <laughs> okay. Trust me, it was oh, yeah. annoying. Um. And like the like kind of like cinematics slash cutscene ish stuff where like Team Rocket's there and like it kind of helps you know where you need to go. In the older Pokemon games, it was very much like you just need to figure it the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And so that was a little frustrating. Um, quick, quick question. At the beginning, uh, you get to name your buddy trainer who's also like your competition. Who did you who did you name your person? So I named him because Wait, wait, you cut out. Tell me. I named him Gary. Okay. Because in the original Pokemon game, your rival is based on Gary from the anime. Okay. So I was like, oh, this is my Gary. And then Blue shows up. Did you run into Blue? I think so. He was on the ship. He's on the ship. He had a purple shirt and brown spiky hair. I think I saw him before the ship once. Or maybe he's the nephew of Professor Oak or something, or Grand's yes. son. That's that's Gary, but they call him Blue because oh. your character is technically named Red in oh. the original game. Okay. Um. So I was like, "Well, fuck! I just named this guy Gary, and there's Gary. God damn it! Uh, who did you name yours, by the way? Uh, I named him Byron because I was oh, okay. screaming when I first started, and oh, Byron yeah. was there with me. So I was like, "Yeah, he'll be my buddy." So yeah. I originally was gonna name it Alejandro. Oh yeah. And I was like, nah, it's too Gary. You should have just um, named it Barley. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, like, I'm enjoying, like, it's 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 fun to go back to this gen. Because this, like, one of my favorite gens. I love all the Pokemon. And so, like, and, like, having the Pikachu is really helpful. Because in older Pokemon games, all these, like, you know, the chop, uh, learning to surf, um, moving boulders. Like, you had to teach your Pokemon those moves. So you had to have, like... You had to have a Pokemon that could know Chop, and like it took out one of your four moves because mm -hmm. you had to know Chop. It's called Cut. 
So now having the Pikachu there to always just know the moves is so helpful because you don't have to have legitimately, we called them HM slaves because it's called hidden moves. And it was just a Pokemon that could learn all the HM. And you had that in your party just so you could get through the world and find all the cool stuff. And so having Pikachu there is so helpful because you don't have to have a random six spot taken out. Well, and one cool thing is like uh, our starting Pokemon have these special moves that they can do. So sometimes if you're in battle, it'll it'll say shake your shake your controller, and so you shake it. Have you? What are you making the face for? Not happened to me yet. You've not. Ha- like- I think you haven't been paying attention. You have to look for it. It'll be right above fight, and it'll have a little shake motion. And so, like the first time, I was like, "What's this?" So I shook it, and then Evie just did this like huge super move and like smashed into this person. I forget what it was. It was like a something volley. I don't know. Uh, it was really cool. And then sometimes, if I have other Pokemon up besides her, it'll show up, and I'll do it. And Evie will come and give them a boost to like all of their stats they get a, a boost and like that's really cool it does take has like, this their happen turn. while you've been playing handheld or was this only when you played on team? i think it was only no when shaking it... has ever happened and so i don't know if there's a oh. button you're supposed to press while on handheld maybe it was only look i keep looking for it but i Do haven't you... gotten it yet when you're when you're out wandering have you had a thing where you're supposed to your like your your pokemon wants to tell you something what is that symbol yeah i've had that what what do we do when uh, that happens it's like a little music note pops up. Maybe that's what I need well, to look for. Yes, I would look for whatever, because that's the same, it'll, it has the same shake motion when I'm not doing okay. that. Um, I will say, one thing that I stumbled upon that I was like, huh. So I'm playing docked, right? And I just, I don't necessarily like holding this Joy-Con. I'm like, ugh. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to put it in uh, the grip just to make it easier to hold. And so I had the other controller in the grip as well, and I was doing something, and all of a sudden, I had a buddy with me. So one Joy-Con controls my main character, and then the other Joy-Con controls the buddy. And it just, like, comes with me. And so I'm going into battle, and I get to take two Pokemon into battle. And let me tell you, that is the greatest thing ever. Ever. I don't know how you people play if you're just doing like one player, one Pokemon. This is like it it made my day. I was like, this is fantastic. I get to like you're not helping your case for this cheater Sam thing you got going on. Earlier hey, in the man. other game, you're helping that girl cheat, now you're cheating the Pokemon. I can't help it. They give me the option, I'm gonna use it. Cause like that, that was just great. Cause I'm like super overpowered when you've got like two Pokemon going against one. Um, I highly recommend it, especially like, say, maybe you're just having a tough time at this one little area. Go ahead and call in your reinforcements. Um, And then also, because like I've got Eevee on my head, I've got whatever Pokemon's following me behind. And then my buddy guy has a Pokemon following him as well. So you just get to see as many Pokemon as possible walking around while you're going. So that's cool. I like that a lot. Um, What else? Have you? Did you end up getting to ride on a Pokemon? No, I never did, and I'm like, I don't, uh, I don't know. So my team currently is Pikachu, Venusaur, because I got a Bulbasaur early on and evolved it. Uh, Pidgeot, which is the evolved, fully evolved form of Pidgey. Gyarados, which I don't know. Did you buy that Magikarp for five hundred dollars from no, that one guy? I never had that I option. Did. Oh, talk to everybody in the game first mm-hmm. off if you yeah. listen to this. Because uh, some people give you items and some people, like, 
want to yeah. trade Pokemon and stuff. Um, so you, the guy sells a magic card for five hundred dollars. I was like, well, this dude's a douche. I'm gonna buy this from him. And I knew I wanted a Gyarados because it's like this giant sea creature monster. And I was nice. like, I need a water type. So, um, Gyarados uh, found a Growlithe and evolved into Arcanine with a Firestone. And once you do that, if you select it to be the Pokemon that follows you, you ride around on it and you move hella fast. Oh, and it's really cool. Man. Um, and then in once you learn, uh, it's called Sea Skim. It's where you can ride on the water. Oh, if you have a water type selected, you ride on the back of the water. So I rode around on Gyarados for a while. I was like, this is cool. I think once I learned flying, I can ride on my Pidgeot. So I'm looking forward oh, to that. That's really cool. Um, like, I really want to ride a Pokemon, but I'm like, I just don't know that I have the yeah, desire like that to go back and. Who was like, oh, catch five Meowth? I think they'll give you an Arcanine because I had a guy who was like, catch five Growlithe. And I was like, oh, he's going to give me an Arcanine. Hell yeah. No, he gave me a Persian, evolved form of Meowth. I was like, <laughs> I don't want... Like, um, what the hell? Also, let me just say, like, I... I do not like Magikarp. It, like, hurts my heart every time I see it, because it's just, like, flopping on its side. I'm like, oh, I oh. feel so bad for it. Like, put it in some water! I just, like, I don't... Oh, I don't <laughs> like it. It makes water. me so sad. So... Um, so I am enjoying the game. Uh... They're doing some interesting things. Uh, like in the main game, like you don't meet the Elite Four until you have to go battle them. Mm -hmm. And there's no story behind them. Like the Elite Four actually are showing up in the actual story. So oh. like, that's really cool. So I'm enjoying it. I'm uh, I'm at I'm at the town where the sixth gym is. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little bit behind Megs. Um and I know what I gotta do and stuff. And I'm having fun with it. I'm enjoying it. It's something I can just kind of play like while I'm waiting for like a smite round to start because like there's a queue time. Uh, I play it a little bit before bed just because I'm playing in handheld so I can just play whenever. Um, I did one night. I had a dream that I was playing Pokemon. It was towards the towards the start of my journey and I was really into it. So This does make me increasingly excited for the next gen uh, game coming next year. Um because I think there's a lot of cool stuff in this, and I hope they expound upon it. Um, I hope... I don't know where I come down on should this always be the catching mechanic in Pokemon games, or should it just stick with the Let's Go? Um, because the, the Let's Go Pokemon series is definitely going to stay around. It's just a new way to get young kids into the game. Yeah. Uh, and if you're listening to this, and you're like wondering, like, oh, is this game good? Like, is it good for my kid? Yeah, I'd say, like, if the kid has a very good sense of direction... Because, like, the dungeons, quote-unquote, like, Mount Moon is your first dungeon you really hit. Um, it can be hard to navigate because you can get turned around pretty easily if you're not paying attention. And so I just wonder if a kid who is, like, you know, a kid's always mm -hmm. thinking about, like, what's what's going next and all stuff. Like, I, I do worry about that. But I do think this would be a very good start for a kid if they're looking to get Pokemon much more than the other Pokemon games that are out and there. And if they like repetitive activities... That's who. Because, um, yeah, the catching thing, they could probably sit there and do for hours. Yes. Um, um, did you do any hairstyling with your Pokemon? No, because when you get to Lavender Town, mm -hmm. which is very, like, past where you are, you get given a suit called the Formal Suit. And so I put it on my guy, and I'm in a tuxedo, and then I went and put it on... Pikachu, and it gave him a little bowler hat and a tuxedo vest. And I was like, 
I have never taken this off. He looks so sick. That's I awesome. do like if you put an outfit on and you get the loading screen every time you start up the game, your Pokemon is in that outfit. Oh, and I like that. It's really that's cool. Because cool. uh, every time it comes up, it's like Pikachu's in his little bowler hat. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, um, I will say I tried some hairstyling because I was like, oh, I can give my little Pokemon a uh, mohawk. This is going to be great. Polygon had an article it was like, here's what you should do to try to get these different hairstyles. Um, I mean, I think no offense to Polygon, but your article was not fantastic because every motion they described, I kept getting the same three hairstyles uh, just uh-huh. alternated. Um, but I just did it for a really long time and I eventually got the mohawk only to find out that the mohawk on Eevee is not as cute as the mohawk on Pikachu, unfortunately. So, um, but I mean, it was still, yeah, Pikachu's is real cute, Uh, but I mean, it's still, I was happy to have it. Um, I think it's a neat thing. I wish there were an easier way to do it, like more reliable way to do it rather than just like rubbing your fingers on the screen and hoping for the best. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a neat thing that they have in the game. So I like that. Um, I think. My last kind of like small complaint is the town where they were like, oh, you have to have 50 mm-hmm. Pokemon in your Pokedex is also the town where you can link your Pokemon Go account. Oh, right. And I was like, cool. Like, I'll just do that. I'll just transfer some Pokemon mm-hmm. over. And that'll give me my 50. Like, because I didn't want to like transfer Pokemon that I knew I had that were like really strong and overpowered. So I was like, oh, I'll just do that. And so I go to start doing it. And like, I'm on my phone getting everything looked up and I clicked the Nintendo switch thing and it's like, we're sorry. This device is too old and we cannot oh. link to your Nintendo switch. And I was like, are you kidding me? Damn. So all these wonderful Pokemon I have in Pokemon go cannot bring over cause my phone's too old. Fuck you. Do um, you have a buddy with a better phone that you can download it on? Yeah, I'm sure I could in. do that. I'm sure I could do that. <laughs> That's a pain though. Sorry. That sucks, man. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so annoying. Um, so that was kind of like, whatever. Uh, overall, like, I'm really enjoying the game. Uh, you know, it's just, it's Pokemon. And I, it's going to be here for a while. I'm not, like, not trying to rush through it. It's just, like, I've gotten mm-hmm. where I am because I've just been playing uh, consistently. So, but uh, I I'm, will say I'm very proud that you gave it a shot. I know yeah. this is not not your game and so I'm, I'm glad you gave it a shot and you got pretty far like, I, I, that. Like, I eight hours, that's it. a commitment like so yeah. i said i played for eight hours and 42 minutes i'd say probably for eight hours and 15 minutes i was having a real good time and then it's yeah. like just you, you know reach the point you're like yeah i think i'm done this is you know kind of all at once it happens but yeah i had a really good time i'm glad i got to play some um i i live streamed about my first two hours uh, which was fun. Like I said, I had Byron with me. I had Starry from our Discord as well, and she was very helpful. She knows her Pokemon, so I'd ask her questions, and she was telling me stuff. Uh, and then I think Melissa was with us for a while, too. Um, so yeah, that was on Twitch. I think I'm going to release it on YouTube probably before this episode airs. So you can go go back and watch my initial run-through. You can see my disappointment when that freaking Weedle evolves into Kakuna. You can see all my anger every time a Pokemon doesn't stay in its ball. So, But you can also see my joy when I get to feed Eevee uh, her berry and I get to pet her and stuff. So it's all good. Uh, You streamed for a very long time. 
like yeah i like i like i watched the first initial like 15 minutes and i was like all right cool i was I my brother's uh watching wrestling with him and i was like oh let me see how sam's doing like two hours later oh she's still going okay I think you went for about four, three, four hours. No, no, I went for like. You sure, you were going for a while. No, it was just over two hours. So just over two hours. Okay, yeah. it must have been like tail end of the two hour. Yeah. Thing and I must have clicked <laughs> in on it. So going, I was like, "Nice, Sam, good job." Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So do you? So you, with now that you've had some experience with Let's Get, do you think the next gen Pokemon game is you're interested in it at all? I mean, not really. Um, I mean, I might be willing to try it if it seems like it'll be different um, and somehow uh, not as annoying with, like, the catching and stuff. I had fun with the battle. I really enjoyed the battle mechanic because, uh, you know, I've got a new appreciation these days for turn-based for, combat. Yeah. So I had a good time with that. And, you know, learning the different types uh, to know what they would be weak against, that was that was nice. I was like, if I was really going to get into this, like... My next step would be starting a spreadsheet of the different Pokemon that I've battled and being like, okay, here are the moves that are super effective against this Pokemon. Yeah. And then, like, I would have that resource, which I don't know. They should well, have that in the Pokedex. Like, what's super effective against something? I I, I just kind of know at this point what yeah. it is because I've played for so many times. Um, but I will say I didn't play a lot of the gen where they introduced fairy types. Oh, uh-huh. And so, like, there are fairy type moves in the game. And I, I was like, I don't know what that's strong against. Uh, I learned it's very strong against fighting because this, like, Pokemon this guy had that was very weak in comparison to my primate mm-hmm. one-shot me. <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, can't have primate out there if they got a fairy type move. That's good to know. Um, I just remembered, I think I have a Clefairy that... I left in daycare, um, and I was just like, it's like an abandoned child now. Hey, so I'm least, probably not going hey, back for good. it. They're gonna take care of it at least. So, I mean, hey, <laughs> it's leveling up. If I ever go back, it well, should be great. Tactically, no. Uh, it's only when you're playing the game. Will yeah, level. yeah, yeah. It had, okay. I went to check on it once, and it had leveled up four levels. So I was like, that's good, but I'm just gonna leave it there somewhere. So, you know, hey, yeah. Oh, All also, right. fun fact, just. Uh, when you go take your Pokemon to the hospital to heal them, I didn't understand at first, but you put your six party in there and they get healed. But it heals everybody, even if they're not in the party. And that was very handy because, like, I had people that had fainted and I was like, I'm going to have to heal my party and then switch out these other ones. But then I was like, oh, everybody's healed. So it's like, that's fantastic. I approve that. So I was like, one tiny thing they added that I do appreciate is uh, the Pokemon box because in the older Pokemon games... Mm-hmm. Poke Center had a computer in the corner, and that's where the Pokemon box was. So if you wanted to like switch Pokemon on the fly, you had to go to the Pokemon Center, then swap them. Pokemon box, you just open it up, and everything's there as you're out in the world. And that's kind of handy because sometimes I was like, I don't really want this Pidgey out of my group right now. Let me put something else in. Hold on, you have you would have to go all the way back to the starting area to access the box. No, to a Poke Center. The Poke Center is in every town. Oh, like yeah, is yeah. that the host? Is that the the hospital? Yeah, the, the Poke Hospitals. It's the are hospital. Poke Centers, Sam. Oh, they okay. straight up call it a Poke Center all yeah. the time. It's a hospital. It heals the Pokemon. What do you what do you call the Poke Mart? The Poke Walmart? Like, the come store. on. It's just the store. There's oh, the hospital and there's the store and there's the. We're gym. gonna teach you so much about Pokemon. We're gonna start watching the anime together. Oh Let's no, do it. no veto. <laughs> Hard pass on that. Oh. 
so yeah i'm very happy with pokemon let's go it's a lot of fun it's gonna be there for a while and uh yeah. you know so i'm glad you got to try it and so yeah um I'm, I'm sure you've answered this before i don't remember what was your favorite pokemon and is that still your favorite pokemon my favorite pokemon is bulbasaur mm-hmm. and yeah i'd say so um it's so this game really was like i was like i think i want to get some pokemon tattoos and i was Ooh. like well i want to get my favorite pokemon and so it's like i got the Mankey before i got the bulbasaur mm-hmm. and i was like man i really like it Mankey. it's like a pig monkey mm-hmm. that bites people yeah downfall it's got boxing gloves when you evolve into primate i'm like hell yeah <laughs> i was like all right and then i got the bulbasaur and i was looking at it and i was like you're so fucking cute i do Why? love a bulbasaur yeah, I got. Um, I was a little off because I kept thinking Bulbasaur was a water type, and I believe it was because in the Detective Pikachu trailer, there's those Bulbasaurs walking in the water, oh, okay. and I was like, that means he's water, <laughs> but he's not. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, probably Bulbasaur. I'd say is my favorite Pokemon. Choice. But did you have a? Did you find a one you like? Oh no, I said Charmander is my. Oh yeah, Charmander, that's right. Because he's adorable. I was gonna ask so. When a Pokemon evolves, does he always evolve to the same thing? Because we both had a Bulbasaur, and what did you say yours evolved into? It evol- uh, Bulbasaur has three evolutions, or okay. two. So it evolves okay. from Bulbasaur to Ivysaur to Venusaur. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so I had... Yeah, I had um, Mine was not all time, an like, Ivysaur. Yeah. In certain, like, gens, they added, like, a... In Gen 3, there was a Pokemon called Ralts. And it usually would evolve into Curlia and then Galid. And then in Gen 4, they made it so if it's a boy Ralts, it'll evolve into Curlia and then it's like Galandor or something like that. I don't know. Uh, just because it didn't make sense for a boy. Because Galid uh, is like a woman. Like it's got like a haircut like a woman and like a dress on. Okay. And so I guess they were like, all right, let's make the boy one look like. It's like scissors for hands. I don't know how that works, really. Nintendo's a very weird company now that I think about that. And boys can Why wear dresses. Boy... So, I mean, he could yeah, have too. still done that. That would have been fine. Yeah. But... Nintendo's very weird about stuff. I don't think about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm excited because, like, uh, I haven't even got, like, I haven't even got near where, like, they start introducing Mewtwo. Um, so, like, I'm interested to see where that goes. Uh, but yeah, so. Pokemon, let's go. I think we're both happy with it you got your time in i'm proud of you and i'm enjoying it so yeah all right yeah and i think that's gonna do it for the e-card games podcast we went for a while about pokemon yeah well we all went right. for a while about a lot of stuff so <laughs> if you would like to tell us what your favorite pokemon is you can reach us at contact at geekardgames.com we'd love to hear it you can find us on twitter and facebook at geekardgames you can find our youtube channel where sam will be uploading her stream of her playing pokemon at YouTube or that no geekcardgames.com slash YouTube. We're not there yet. Go subscribe <laughs> to that YouTube channel if you haven't. We need it. You can watch our Twitch streams, which I think we're gonna be ramping up pretty soon. We're almost done with our YouTube series. Uh we'll be at twitch.tv slash geekcardgames. You can buy our merch at geekcardgames.com slash shirts. You can find our Discord at geekcardgames.com slash Discord, where we are sharing all the memes because don't let your dreams be memes. What? <laughs> your face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's everything, right? We're good. So, uh, I think that's everything. So. Yeah, I think I'm like, yeah. Um, I am on Twitter at Kyle Cody. Sam, I'm at S K S U V A K. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. If you could be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. It helps get the podcast out there the more you And we like people listening to our voices because we are egomaniacs. Uh, <laughs> That's us. Sam, most important question. Okay. I forgot to ask during the Pokemon session. Which fossil did you pick in Mount Moon? What were the options again? Uh, Helix? Helix. I took the Helix. You took the Helix one? Mm-hmm. I believe that's the one. That's the good one. So good job. Pride. Hey, I don't even know what the fossils right. do. I was just like, whatever. Eventually you can turn them into Pokemon. They like can, they do like the... It's like, it's like Jurassic World. Park DNA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they do that. And uh, there's some pretty good Pokemon. Uh, nice. All right. Without further ado, Sam, take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games. Pokey, Pokemon, let's go.